You're listening to the Wise Girls Podcast, where we challenge each other to walk in spiritual excellence and be all God has called us to be. We'll share with you some of the ways we've grown and the lessons we've learned along this journey of becoming wise. If you're ready to grow with us, let's go. excited that you have taken time to listen to episode nine of the wise girls podcast it's your girls tabrina and tabrea here and uh this is part two of our friendship conversation but before we dig deep into that sis let's do a quick check-in this past weekend was a phenomenal weekend we got to spend some time with our girl our sister deandrea monet McCargo now. <laughs> snap, snap, snaps. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Uh, clink, clink, clink to Ooh. our sister. Um, Love you, sis. She is just amazing, and the wedding was beautiful. I think it was exactly what she wanted. She wanted something that was different, something that wasn't unusual. Yeah, was unexpected, and definitely I can say God's hand and stamp of approval was on that wedding because yeah. that was the first time I've ever had. An experience of a praise break I won't <laughs> at a wedding during the reception oh like yes. to end the night with that like there was of course the moment of everything else happened but to also have a space for God to get glory through this it was just ugh, beautiful yeah, yeah it was it was I, I I'm just speechless like honestly um to be able to witness this beautiful celebration this beautiful union this beautiful marriage this beautiful coming together during even a quarantine Um, (laughs) yeah during a quarantine but it was just so beautiful from the location to the decor to the dresses to the reception to everything to the worship like literally guys i i was literally about to just lay prostrate on the floor but i was like okay like (laughs) it felt like a worship church service no 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 it it didn't feel like it it was a a, a worship and and praise um experience and and it it speaks to the couple it speaks to our our new brother b b alexander um and our sis Didi and the relationship um and the influence that they're going to have Um, not only in the church, but in their community, um, those who are connected to them, those that are going to be connected to them. Or even are witnessing this from afar and and are inspired. And the ministry that God has purposed for them together um, and the things that they are breaking and the things that um, they're restoring. Um, It was just so much love so much healing so much mm-hmm. breakthrough so much restoration yeah and, and that hope night, hope was yeah. really felt through it, that it was just so through that whole experience so beautiful and so shout so out that yes. we were able to celebrate with our sis. so shout out to ddb we love you both Woo. and we're just praying for god's hand and, and favor to continue to just rest upon you guys for the rest of your marriage and the time that uh god blesses you guys to spend all your years left to come so we we truly are thankful um to be just an extension of you know your family (laughs) we love y'all but yes so uh speaking of friendships uh this is part two and this week we kind of want to just go a little deeper and i think even talk more about 
because we left off last week, there was a question you asked me, sis, about um, maybe uh, the way that I define my friends, my friends, because I do have different groups of friends or experience life with a number of different people. And you asked me, um, you know, what role or what do I give? Kind of reiterate that question again from last week. So now I was just asking because you defined friend. Well, last week, if you guys haven't listened, listen to last week's podcast. Um, But we were talking about our definition of friend and what does friend um, mean to us. Um, And your definition of friendship was being somebody who you can be 100% you with, Mm -hmm. no judgment, you know, they accept you, flaws and all, Mm -hmm. a safe space. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, well... Do you feel that way with everybody that you do life with? Because you call a lot of people friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so do they fall into that definition? Or, you know, do different groups of friends carry different definitions in your life? Yeah. So ask the first question because that, that was two loaded questions. So ask the first question again. Cause no, wanna... it's the same thing. So it's because it's you defined friendships how you defined it. So does all those people who you do life with carry that definition or do you hold or do you hold different definitions for various people who you consider friends because you spend you do life with a lot of people you call a lot of people friends and does everybody offer or validate that claim of being a safe space that accepts you where you feel like they accept you you know flaws and alls 100% Tabrina or does that definition vary between different friend groups it definitely varies it varies the definition I gave last week was more the core of the traits I, I gave more of the traits the characteristics the things that I look for uh in those people that's from more of my core group uh so that's friends so can we establish this that the definition of friends Mm -hmm. can we establish this that we use the word friend loosely yeah because (laughs) there's various definitions for a friend correct yes okay there's definitely there's definitely different very Variations are even definitions for the word friend. Uh, But now, when I say that I use the word friend loosely, I don't want to make it seem like I call everybody that I come in contact with as a friend. Mm -hmm. Because that's not the case. Like, just because we met each other and shook hands or said hi, I don't, I'm not very, I'm not one of the naive individuals that would say, oh, that's my friend. And we just barely, like, said any words to each other. So, my way of viewing friends is actually the people I spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So if I spend a lot more time and probably more than just one day, like it has to be something that's built over time, like where uh, we're not just involved in one moment in history. You know what I mean? Like just this one time right here, right now, like that's not a friend to me. That's just like someone that, we cross paths acquaintance acquaintance Mm -hmm. you know um but definitely friends are i think across the board is just even if you are from like a childhood friend or if you're like one of my church friends or if you're one of my like networking career radio entertainment kind of friends or whatever uh 
they, those are all different levels of people that I spend a, an, an, a certain amount of time with. Yeah. Now, how I am are the way those friendships function definitely are different. Yeah. Because I'm not expecting every friend group to allow me to be as what I expect from my core. Okay. So I'm not expecting for the radio friends, entertainment friend people to have what the the core traits I'm looking for from the, the, the close knit ones, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, so because there's different layers to who I am, I understand that everyone wouldn't be able to handle certain phases of me. And I can't expect everyone to handle different phases or or sides of me. So the best way I can just say is that friends, I wouldn't say it's used loosely in my vocabulary. I just think you become a friend based off of the time we spend together. Mm. Then the time we spend together helps shape how far it continues to go. Okay. Because some friends that I've had from childhood, although they might not be in this certain sphere of my life as much as they were then, like when I was younger, it was all I knew, right? And so those were technically like my core people. But as I grew, as I matured, as time progresses, that group changes over time. Yeah. So therefore, the definition morphs to me. Yeah. Or at least the space that they occupy just morphs. Because some, because some people from like my radio entertainment f- group, I wouldn't even, yeah, this making sense. Yeah. I just think that um, for me, uh, I'm all about. I love talking about like friend and people groups, and I always tell people, you know, when people come into your life. Um, definitely discern and be wise in the capacity of what they're coming into. Um, and I think it's always imperative to define the relationship. Um, it's kind of like Bishop Walker's book, you know, how he made that point, define the relationship. And that's just not a romantic relationship. I think it's important for us to define the relationship for every relationship that we encounter in life. I feel like our relationships kind of mirror our life management Mm -hmm. and how we manage our lives are conducive to the relationships that we are in. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think for me, um, it's just imperative to define the relationships. Do I use the word friend, um, loosely? Yeah, I, I, I can, I can be, I can say I'm guilty. Sometimes I do use that, that word, um, um, loosely, but to me, a friend is somebody that, um, like you said, I spend, I, I do life with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the definition for each friend group that 
I have in my life, it differs yeah. um, because the level of access that I allow um, them to have in my life mm-hmm. um, and, and vice versa. Like, I think it's a mutual, I don't think it's a conversation, but sometimes it's a mutual thing where you both kind of, it kind of like generally falls into like, you know, the different ver- um, definitions that you define for friendships in your life. So. Yeah. For me, like I said, just defining the relationship is very big for me because um, uh, I have trust issues. I have no no shame to say that. Right. Um, like one of the preachers that I love, he said it perfectly. He said, Jesus called me to love you, not to trust you. So I love a lot of people. Um, I love all. Like it's, it's easy to love for me mm-hmm. um, because when I think about the grace of Jesus and how I don't deserve his love, it would um, be foolish of me not to extend that to somebody, even though, you know, I've been hurt in friendships, you know, I've been, you know, uh, had to learn some hard, <laughs> some hard truths and, and reposition some people in my life because I've trusted them with some stuff or information mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't a trusted source. Um, now, did you ever cut them off and no. say they're not a friend no more? No, no, no. Okay. I don't believe in the cutoff game. Yeah. I'm never, I, I always tell people, I don't cut people off. Like when that was like big a few years back, like yeah. cut them off. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't believe in a cutoff game because I always feel like. Um, event, who's supposed to be at your in your life yeah. at, that ter- at that certain time is right. going to be there. But you can definitely separate yourself mm-hmm. um, because I believe in redemption. Like God is the redeemer. So I can't cut off somebody um just because you know they did something foul or hurt um, my feelings or yeah or hurt my feelings yeah. like all i can do is love on them and if they hang themselves that's up to them hmm. but oh um, that sounds like a judas situation <laughs> but okay <laughs> but I, all i'm saying is i don't cut people off i still you know consider them friends i just separate myself um you know my fallback game is 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 nice mm. like beyonce says in her song like uh, what did she say? Uh, you the you the Beyonce I queen. I can't think of it right now. But anyway, like I I could definitely be gone. So um, and you will never. You probably won't even know. That I, I slowly like ease myself out of that relationship, especially but, if it's if it's not you know life giving. Yeah. Well, I I think what happens though is like you don't even have to try to get rid of people or like. No, they're exposing themselves. Yeah, they expose themselves. That's what I'm saying. Time is the definition. Yeah, time. Time can bring out so much, and and in time, we also grow and mature. Yeah, and and at the same time, some people might not grow or mature, and because you're, yeah, and you exactly, and so that's why it's it's interesting because. People serve serve different spaces of you yeah. in different moments of time. So if you are occupying a space right here, and this is the faithfulness of God, like because I think he loves relationships so much and he understands how crucial and valuable relationships are, that if you are on a journey someplace or if you are occupying a space or if you are pursuing a goal or a dream or at a certain school, you know, in a certain community, in a certain city or whatever, God has a way of putting the right people in that space to help you even grow. Yeah. And so those are the people that I feel 
like serve a purpose and they can be called friend because if they are helping you especially in giving of themselves and and it's like a reciprocation of stuff and it's not just someone that's sucking everything from you uh yeah i i i think the way we view friends i think you can i think you can find a friend in different areas of your life. Yeah, most definitely. But like I have I have coworkers that I consider friends. Right. There's a level of transparency that I share with them that I don't share with the rest of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Like my girl, um I don't I don't know who you want to say names, but my, <laughs> my girl, my girl, uh, she yeah, knows who she yeah. is. Um there's a level of transparency that, you know, we connect on. Um, and I consider her a friend. She's mm-hmm. my coworker, um, but I'm, I don't treat all my coworkers like that. Right. Um, so I consider them coworkers. That's the relationship I have with them—a mm. co-working relationship. Mm-hmm. But with her, like we can go, you know, get food, go get drinks. Because you guys are spending out. more time together. Because we're spending getting, more time mm-hmm. together, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a life-giving relationship right. both ways. Right. Where it's you know I'm speaking life into her, and you know she's always encouraging me. Yeah. You know, to you know do better and live better and be better so I think that like I said I, I I can use the word friend loosely but I also in using the word friend I define every friend group in my life like I have church friends and I have church acquaintances mm-hmm. there's a difference there's people at church that I actually say do hi. life with yeah. and mm-hmm. I spend time with right. versus people just, that I see in passing right. and I'm like hi how are you yes you. God bless you you know we, we blessed and highly favored <laughs> still holding on to the mighty hand of Jesus <laughs> All the church but needs. those are there. There there's another group mm-hmm. you know who gets the invite mm-hmm. and not to like separate the two but it's just a level of uh of time spending that I've spent with these people to cultivate that type of relationship mm-hmm. where I feel safe enough to bring them in to this next level of my life. Yeah. Um well yeah so I think it's just about defining define y'all relationship. Well and I mean I think Jesus was a prime example of, of how he did that um when he called even the disciples Eventually, he said that I no longer call you servants, but I now call you friends. And so I think that actually even came after spending some time with them. Right. Like it was first come follow me. And then once when they were able to do that, spend some time, got a little bit more exposure, got to see a little bit more of how Jesus was and what he was doing. He's like, okay, I no longer call you servants. Now I call you friends. Now I'm going to share y'all share with you guys a little bit more intimate pieces of who I am and what my, who my father is and all of that you get what I mean yeah. and then even in that even though he had the the 12 that he considered friends he still had three that were like the core yeah that had an even more uh intimate space uh exposure you know with with Christ and I mean so, John out here calling himself Jesus best friend and stuff so <laughs> I got questions, John, when I get to him. <laughs> but I would just say that's a, a, an example of how different groups... Uh, they feed and... You know their definitions vary in different varies and change life. based um, off of the time you spend with them. Yeah, and I think that it's it's wise just to put people in their respectable places and when, you know you outgrow a relationship or a friendship or they outgrow a relationship or a friendship 
um, be okay with that. Like, don't try to hold on to something that's shifting or, you know, changing. Because, you know, when, Just you know, when our, some of our girlfriends, when they get married, they start having kids, re- yeah, relationships shift. shift. And change. Like, they change. We don't hang out, like, As in our men. early 20s, right. you know, going out every weekend, mm-hmm. you know, where we going, what we doing? Right. Like, nah, like, yeah. <laughs> they have families now. Like, a lot of our um, friends have kids like yeah. both of my high school best friends um who are still my girls to to this day mm-hmm. um you know they're married they have kids um and I'm the single one out mm-hmm. of the three of us mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know relationships shift relationships change but best in belief when anything happens when I need these girls um when anything pops up yeah. we celebrate each other's wins yeah. we're there in the falls we're there you know when we need support whatever mm-hmm type of whatever I need I know uh, my girls my rider dies I can go to them in a second and they will have my back Um, and again like you said those are relationships that have stood the test of time um, that have been proven trustworthy um, you know, we've, we've been through cycles, you know, mm-hmm. there's different trials and tribulations that have overcame with, you know, my close knit friends, mm-hmm. heck you, um, being one of my bestest friends or being the best friend after Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay but I mean, a lot of sisters aren't friends. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, they love and respect each other cause they sisters, but a lot of sisters aren't friends. Like, you know, are tight as we are. So I think that, you know, over time. Um, it's definitely something if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to let the relationship cultivate Mm -hmm. for what it is Mm -hmm. um, and define the relationship as it grows there yeah um, right then it it can stand yeah interesting so that's just my two cents in regards to defining the relationship yeah I, I, I love this conversation just because um it makes me pause and really reevaluate choices and decisions and even people that I've invited in my life, right? Yeah. Um, or even reflect on, you know, yourself or like, are mm-hmm. you yourself a friend? The things that you say that you want, are you yourself being that for others? Because yeah. um, a lot of times, and like, I think we touched on it last week, like, we want friends, we want friends, but we haven't put in the work in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't shown ourselves friendly. Mm-hmm. So it would be um, asinine to have these expectations of people, and we ourselves don't do them. Like, we ourselves aren't a safe space. We ourselves aren't trustworthy. We're up here gossiping. Once when somebody tells us information, we up here telling somebody else, mm-hmm. like, check that. Like, you know, be like, hey, you know, I, I, why do I do that? Like, I need to stop that. If I want to have trustworthy friends, like, you know, if if I want to develop good relationship, what things inside of me do I need to get rid of mm-hmm. to show myself a friend as yeah. well? Yeah. Well, see, uh, yeah. I think for me too, though, I'm looking at, and I, and I know we got to wrap it up, but I'm looking at like just growing up. And even while we were talking, the one question that kept running in the back of my head is just growing up. I will hear I, I'm I'm hearing dad's voice in the back of my head where he would say, You can't be calling everybody your friend. Like mm-hmm. everybody's not your friend. Don't don't be out here thinking everybody's your friend, right? Yeah. And 
I've never not once assumed that. I never went into spaces thinking that everyone was just going to be like, like everyone was going to be accepting me, right? And everyone was going to be liking me. Um, But I think that helps you keep a level of um, cushion up or just kind of not a barrier but a, a, a screen in which you filter right yeah. like just yeah. okay I realize that everyone isn't going to be my friend right and but I feel like that comes with maturity and I feel like as adults you shouldn't even have that expectation um, I feel like once when you get older you find out you know who your real friends are and that number really dwindles and as you progress through life um you'll add people here and there um but i think you should never go in the space thinking oh i'm gonna make twenty thousand new friends like no i think that's why it's imperative for you to define what a friend is to you Mm -hmm. um and when you go into the space definitely be open um, I wouldn't say be guarded, but be wise. Yeah. Um, be wise in the things that you discuss. Be wise in how you conduct yourself. But you have to know you in order to know what you're looking for. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you can't you can't go I, you can't go in life thinking everybody's gonna be your friend. Social media has hyped people up that's, thinking that everybody your and friend, that's right. They like your picture. Right. Oh, this my friend. This, exactly. Oh, I know them. That's why right. I always say well, I have a lot of friends in my head. They not really my friends, <laughs> but you know, if we so you're meet, one of those people. <laughs> no, and I'm just if we meet, we be cool though. We'll be right. Cool. Well, and I'm just thinking even for me, like when I go certain places and stuff, like and and. It's not that I don't want to be too friendly to people, but I know some people may think like, "Oh, that's my friend, that's my friend," and that, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah, like that 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 doesn't that doesn't make you change your continent and who you are because people are attracted to your life. That's automatic because we're followers of Jesus. Right? They're, they should be attracted to your life. They should want to be in your presence. They should want to be around you. But it's up to you to to. Um, relegate the level of how close they get to you or not right you can set up those parameters you can set up those boundaries so that has nothing to do with you if people want to be your friend cool because they think you're a cool person cool get to know the person like don't mean like you'll be like okay girl let's have a sleepover i'm gonna tell you all my secrets like Like, no like use wisdom yeah that's what we here for wise girls rise yeah and then don't feel guilty because at the same time you're growing and your space and and the 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 space that you have for people to occupy it really does dwindle and it gets smaller the more that you do grow and the more that you do mature and to be honest I have different groups yes but then I also have those that I know I could just lean on which is just you know a select few you know which I'm okay with as well so yeah Cool. Thank you guys. We ran over today, but we thank you guys for keeping it locked. This was part two of our thank you for being the friend. Is that that what we're calling this? No, that's just my song. That's my song for the night. (laughs) Enjoy it. Take it. Love it. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in, sisters. We hope that it helped you a little bit. Um, Just remember, go out there, you know, 
make some friends, be a friend, define the friendship. It's very you know? important. Protect yourself. Yeah. Protect that person. And um, know that everybody's not going to be your friend. Everybody's not going to be your friend, but, you know, be open to it. Yeah. Be open to it, but be wise. And who we you select to are be. are wise girls, so we walk in spiritual excellence. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. He'll yeah. give you discernment. He'll he'll reveal, I'm telling you, he will reveal people's hearts to you yeah. if you ask him. Absolutely. Like, the person ain't even got to say anything. It would just be him confirming something in the, the, the you know, the pit of your stomach where you'd be like, I can't mess with that person like this. Like, I can't. I or they can't. don't fit this space and time of my life, right. which is so, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. We so, love you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you need anything, as in just more helpful conversations or anything like that, please feel free to DM us. Uh, we love hearing you guys' feedback. And uh, and if hope- you need a friend, hit us up. Yeah. Like you know, I love to make new friends. So. Um, there's nothing wrong with having new friends and we would love for you to be a part of our sisterhood. So if you haven't already, follow us on Wise Girls Rise and we love you all. And we will see you next, next week. week. And we may have a special guest, so keep yes. it locked. Love y'all. Bye. Peace. If you're interested in staying connected and up to date with the Wise Girls podcast, simply follow us on Instagram at Wise Girls Rise. Or you can simply follow us on our personal pages at Miss Tabrina J and at Precious underscore Tabrea. We look forward to the next time we get to share with you again soon the lessons we've learned along this Wise Girls journey. Thanks for tuning in.